This is The Playbook. This day, Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, The Playbook. I'm here at the greatest stadium in the world ever created. That's right, SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. And I have a hero from Detroit. This man is a major talent, no pun intended. Major is here with me on The Playbook. Wow. Welcome. Thank you. for Thank you. Wow. So you're right. This is an amazing, beautiful place. So thank you. I'm blessed to have you here. Yes, do it. It is also... Uh, to me, a confirmation that I'm doing the right things, that I'm sending out the right vibration and frequency when a coincidence like this occurs. And I've heard from several of my closest friends that exist in my neighborhood and people who know me know that my frequency is my neighborhood. So when someone comes knocking at my door like you, I know I'm doing the right things, saying the right things, thinking the right things, believing the right things and feeling the right things. So welcome to my neighborhood. Oh, thank you. Well, my, one thing my mom says is always used to talk about is synchronicity. And that's something we talked about on our show with Carl Jung and talking about when those things happen. And so many synchronicities I feel like have been happening. One, I said before the show, I did a post yesterday about gratitude. Just something came on my mind. You know what? This is something I want to put up. As soon as I press the button for the post, it says, you're going live. Thankful Thursdays. You know, so I look at those synchronicities. And then I was with a friend, Tim Story, yesterday. And he said, oh, he knows this guy. And then, and then frequency, you know, um, everything I'm, I'm all about is working with frequency and made the show major frequency and it's about energy frequency of vibration so all of these things to coming together i feel like we're just i'm grateful that the, this community as you talk about of people is expanding into different worlds different walks but all having a same frequency and a same similar uh you know intention exactly intention is a big part of coincidence and i'm not a firm believer people say hey there's no coincidences i said everything's a coincidence everything's a coinciding of two things i call it the mathematical side yeah the mathematical equation of luck what you pay attention to right our perspective focuses in on and we participate in a in a perception of something what we focus in on pay attention to plus give intention to equal the coincidences in our lives absolutely now there's one nuance that we talked about previously sometimes in ignorant humility that we don't know what we don't know when we pay attention to something and we give it our intention something different comes out which is still a coincidence yes but the positive thinkers the ones that have gratitude that are looking for the light the love and the lessons eventually know that this is a protection and a promotion not a punishment absolutely and so i'm always saying i'm looking for something that i want or better how do you frame the positivity and the gratitude into the coincidences. I love that. Um, I love what you say reminds me of this little quote that I thought, think about, and they say, it's not a rejection, it's the universe protection. Yeah, I love that. Right, so, and, and a lot of times that can happen, it can happen with a, someone, a relationship, someone we maybe, a business thing, something we want, and we're trying to grab it so hard, and for whatever reason, it keeps feeling like it's getting pulled back from us. And then some things just when we're in natural and a flow state, it's just happening, you know? And those are the things that for me, I've often noticed some of the things I tried to calculate in my brain, even music, tried to really think it out. It's gone okay, but a lot of the things that just happen organically and naturally as, as, as a result of flow were the things that actually ended up having the most impact. And so like for me, it's remembering that just because something isn't going exactly how I want it, now I'm, I'm Awareness is a key that I wanted to also bring to synchronicity and attention because 
there are always miracles happening, right? We just got to be there to see it. So now my awareness, as my awareness is increasing, I'm taking that approach you just said of like, this is not a rejection. This is just not the path I need to go. And rather than standing at the closed door, one door closes, better door opens. So it's now it's like, okay, that one's not it. Where's the open door? Where's the open door? And, and, and if you look around, there's usually a good door. And oftentimes it's better than the original door you were trying to walk through. I would argue every time, and it's just a matter of awareness, notating under vibration frequencies since you're a music aficionado, Grammy-nominated, award-winning superstar, that we can't be aware of anything that vibrates higher than us. It's still there. Mm. And I, here's how gratitude reconciles itself into awareness, is that most people understand appreciation of the past, right? And so we say, oh, that, I'm lucky that happened, or mm -hmm. I appreciate what I have, I appreciate that experience. But very few people have shifted the paradigm of gratitude. Gratitude of the future mm. is called faith. Mm. And everything that you talk about. Gratitude of the future is called faith. Wow. It, it is. I'm thankful for what I can't Ooh. see, what I'm not aware of. And therefore, my entire paradigm shift of gratitude went from, you know, Lord, I'm so grateful. I want more of my health, more of my wealth, more of my worthiness, more of my happiness for me and everyone around me to I am. I am part of something bigger than me that loves me more than my mom. I am part of a system that's infinite and abundant and unified of thought. And therefore, I am happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy. What am I doing to interfere, F-E-A-R, interfere mm. with it? So mm. shifting the paradigm that I already am, but I need to raise my awareness to understand what I'm doing to interfere with it and to be cognizant of the fact that that wasn't the right relationship, that wasn't the right business deal, that's not the right song. And therefore, I'm elevating the vibration and frequency in order to elevate my awareness of not which I want, but more importantly, what I'm doing to interfere with what I want. I love that, and that, that, that perfectly connects me to what we were talking about with the music. And you know, so my intention right now, my main intention is bringing, short-term intention is bringing sound healing and these ideas of music into the mainstream. So these are ideas that have been along, around from spiritual and science community for long before. Thousands me. of years. Thousands of years, you know, and there's been iterations. I've traveled to Egypt and Machu Picchu and Jamaica and all these places and seen how people have used it maybe even, you know. So, but to go back to what you said right there is I put sound healing when I say it like that. I put it like that because I believe that we really are. There's our, our who we are is an infinite there's an infinite source of healing and wellness and goodness there. If we can use the music as a tool, that's why it's not the music that's really healing you. We have that. We are, you know, and we yes. have that healing potential. Yes, and all of us. Like, and you see it when we get a cut, millions of cells start rushing there and carrying information and patching you up. And in a few weeks, you're back. So, you know, we're looking at the music as a tool f to allow you to access that state where you can access what you're talking about, where you already are, your, 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 you know, your natural ability to, to tap into that. And one of the things that we see in music as well is the dichotomy between ease, the flow, and then you also explain dis-ease. Mm -hmm. And it's a very simple thing. I do have to introduce you to Dr. and Master Shaw, uh, who has uh, a mind-body-soul healing system wow. with sound. Uh, wow, that's right. He's uh, a Zhigong healer. He's right. an unbelievable, yeah. world-famous world, 
famous healer and a medical doctor, so he also has the medical principles involved. But what are some of the things in your music career? You know, I have been blessed to be around. I'm going old school, but you know, my uh, partner was from played quarterback at Minnesota with Chris Carter, Warren Moon. Oh wow! So he was friends with Prince. Whoa! I, yeah. So I was talking to Prince, and you know, Whoa. he said to me, Dave. He, I got I said, some questions for you. He says, "Man, he goes, I get, you know." in the middle of the night, a song comes to me and he says, I have to write it down. He said, because I'm afraid that someone else is going to get this download. <laughs> Dude, so you're just, so this is crazy. You said that. Okay. So I got a chance to sit on a flight next to a producer named Teddy Riley. He produced mouth Michael and Prince. Wow. This guy's trying to sleep and this is a long flight international. I'm like, Teddy Riley. So I keep asking him questions. Right. He keeps trying to sleep. I'm like, yo, what was it like? Da, da, da. The thing he told me, this is so Crazy that you just said that. They talk about synchronicity. The thing he told me was that Michael would sometimes get an idea in the middle of the night. I asked him, was this true? Because I heard it. He said, yes. And he would go to the studio to record it. He said, before Prince gets it. <laughs> no way. I swear that's, <laughs> what I, I swear that's what I heard. And, and now hearing you say that Prince, Prince was the saying thing. the same thing, <laughs> that makes me think that. There is some space, a frequency, an awareness, awareness. Like these two guys are so elevated. They know. Yeah. And, and, and have you, has it happened to you before where you maybe had an idea or something and you didn't do it and, and it, and it happened all the time, including yeah. when I was 10 years old, I'm now the talk about synchronicity. I'm the chief chancellor of junior achievement university, uh, and junior achievements, the seventh largest charity in the world, hundred million alumni got nominated for a Nobel peace prize. Right, a Nobel Prize. Wow. And I will go ahead and get it's at ten years old. I thought of a big waffle cone. Yeah. I wanted a, a banana split in a cone. <laughs> and I was ten and that was my project at ten. Yeah. Where my beach house is in San Diego, they opened what was called Big Ola before anybody had those waffle cones, yep. right? Yeah. And I'm like, how like I now own a house, right? And that guy that started that business ended up buying the entire block. <laughs> He's worth like a hundred million dollars. He, he had this little shack in the seventies and I now yeah. right own a home right there, yeah, yeah. which is worth more than I ever thought I'd make in my life. Yeah. And the synchronicities of, and I paid attention when I was 10 <laughs> and from now on, when I have an idea that inspires me, yep. I, I'm going to put it somewhere. You're going to do it. And well, if I can do it and I do, I, I text people 4am, 2am just so I don't lose it. Yeah. And the question is, is it, is it us having the idea or is it the idea having us? Is the idea trying to be birthed For sure. and maybe it comes through many vessels and we are just maybe one of them. And, you know, it's about who is able to, you know, really bring the intention to this realm in some way to make it real. And I'm sure every person that does it can find their unique expression, because if an idea comes to you, like say the same song came to Michael and to Prince it's going to be different when they express it because it's going to be through the result of their life experiences, exactly. their influences, their tone of voice. Like everything is going to influence it. So, And in fact, I uh, have a sleep coach as well. And oh, so, wow. Sleep coach. Because a thir good. third of my life is spent sleeping. And so I want to maximize the time when my ego is most out of my own way. My awareness is higher. So sleep to me is not only for recovery, which makes me sad because most people go to bed at night and wake up more tired than when they went to sleep. Mm. That's a problem. But two, you said something interesting to me. Like, I believe my sleep is for access of info. Yeah. And then the info I receive, the download I receive when I sleep, I put it into motion 
which creates information, mm. right? It's action with the information. And so what we're talking about is there's few people that have a higher awareness of even their capability of downloads or channeling like you have it, I know, but even fewer of the people that are blessed to be able to have a frequency vibration or awareness of being able to download information, take action. And that's the difference yeah. between Michael Jackson and Prince yeah. and a lot of other artists that, that do get downloads. You're right, because there are people who have, I even tell it to people, they're like, oh, you know, um, you gotta meet my cousin. He can sing so great. He can be the next Michael Jackson or he can be the next you know, Justin Bieber. This. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a lot more that comes with it than just that. That's a that's a minimum bar. You have to be able to do that very well. But it, being a, a a pop star, being anything like that, is is more than just singing and dancing. It's a lot of int intention. And then it's a lot of energy that goes with it. To be able to keep, you have to have a lot of people in a team wanting to boot, to support you. It's almost like a CEO in some way. You gotta yeah. have a manager. You gotta have this person. You gotta have the radio people want to support. You gotta have the label all working together in harmony. You know, it's not just. I just Being sing talented. something and then go to sleep and then wake up. You know, these guys, be, years before they get onto the big stage, they, like even Justin told me, he, he went on a bus to every radio station and played acoustic guitar in front of the program directors for every station in the U.S. before he Baby came out and then he became Justin Bieber. But, like, people didn't see that part of a van doing it, and, you know. It's so true. And I want to talk about that for a second because – you know, skills and knowledge are your basement. So Justin Bieber, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, they got really high basements. So, you know, but what makes the amazing people the amazing people is number one, everything that's amazing starts with impossible, not just hard, mm -hmm. but two, it's the desire, the delta. So those who are in a position in an industry career job where they have a high basement, like a Tom Brady, mm -hmm they can be the world's best when they have the desire that's equal to the skill and the knowledge that they have. And one of the common denominators beyond consistency, like showing up, you know, Jack Canfield wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and put his book out to 120 publishers and got no's, right? But everyone just sees a half a billion chicken soup books that's out it. there. They and only the see that. That's all they see. But beyond the 120 consistency. 120 publishers and got no's. Said no. That's powerful And he lesson. didn't quit. Yes, but more going. importantly, and that's big in the music industry, every single billionaire, millionaire, entrepreneur, celebrity athlete and entertainer with the spirit of excellence like you, Major, and you have it, Thank you, have a desire that they must be what they can be yes. combined with skills and knowledge and the consistent discipline to not quit. How much of your desire is based off of that? You just have an inherent belief that I must be what I can be. Yeah, well, um, I, thank you, A, for saying that. And then I think for me, it really comes down to almost the question I asked before. It's like, is the, do we have the idea or does the idea have us? You know, it's almost like are we an expression of something that's being, you know, if it, it, like, like you say, I am. So if, if, you, if what you are is, is, is that, then you have almost desire is a good word, but words are tricky, right? Yeah. Words are tricky because to some Cause someone else to it can mean something else, right? So the so the words that the closest words that I can think of to say that is just kind of like you are, and, and by be through through things through tools like consistency, like you say, you build on that because there is 
this perspective of what you are created as, which is the, is, is the given. And then there's the direction and the energy. And one thing that I think is very important, very, very important is ma- t- towards mastery of craft. Cause these are all the people you're talking about. Like Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, yeah. they did develop mastery of craft through consistency. And, and, and if you look at anyone, you know, Jay Z or Beyonce or someone like, if you look at her way that she pr- does her shows, she'll, they'll like, hours long until her feet literally will be bloodier like you know but repetitive repetition repetition and that's how you breed the excellence of a craft which is necessary to be like a top performer in this world but but that's not necessarily everybody's even path too you know some people's path is to just be the whatever your expression is of you that gives you joy and and it just so happens that for for me and maybe for for these people they love to like for me if i make a new song or make a new thing that I think is going to be big and I'm like a new idea or a creative concept or something. I'm like, I get a rush yeah. and it's like, but, but is it, but then it's, it's really me, not me doing it. It's really me being open and allowing like an author, everything to, to flow through us. That's yeah. why I say it's like a vessel. So it's really like, we can't really take credit for it. Honestly, it's just like being a vessel and doing what you said, keeping going, but it's not even the reason you can't take credit for us. Cause it's like keeping going is not even a, um, it's not even an option to not go. Right. It's not like I'm choosing I have to do this. It's just this is what's going on. I think know? the credit you can take is not interfering with your potential, with the truth, with the higher frequency. Absolutely. And that is a credit that you can take. Now, to conclude this, you know, there's a great uh, reconciliation of your intellect, your intuition, and your inspiration. And your music is a combination of gratitude, wellness, um, as well as frequency. I'd love to know your next project and how you perceive that reconciliation where you've utilized intelligent intuition inspiration for gratitude, wellness, and frequency. Absolutely. So I, I made a collaboration with um, Audible, with Amazon Audible. It's called uh, Major Frequency. I love and it. And it talks to people from the spiritual community, from the science community, and the music community about the power of sound and healing through wellness, you know? So talk to monks about how they use mantra for, um, you know, my friend is a monk. Before I just thought they were shouting, but but then I learned that each mantra is a unique frequency to change them to a specific state of consciousness. And through the repetition of that mantra, they go, I was like, wow, that's interesting. So I learned, okay, that affects the human. So we have stuff like that in the show. And we have scientists talking about binaural beats, how that affects your brain waves measurably. Um, through the listing of different frequencies, which synchronizes the hemispheres of your brain. Then we have people from the music community. One of my friends, he produces Drake. His name is Boy Wonder, one of the greatest producers. He talked about, um, he talks about, he produces everyone actually, but he talks about how they, this certain frequency makes the dancers in Atlanta in the strip club move a certain way. I wonder about that. You know, like <laughs> there's a certain, there's a certain frequency. So this show kind of explored each place went in a different location and then explored the power of sound and how it brings us together as people. And so now we're working on the follow-up. It's called Psychedelic Frequency, and it talks with people who are using different forms of psychedelic as well as meditation, breathwork, all these things for wellness. Because my vision is always bringing music and wellness together and examining kind of where is that cross-section, where is it going. And Albert Einstein said the future of medicine was frequencies. And, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Nikola Tesla. His whole thing is um, energy. If you wish to understand the secrets of the universe, 
think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. So, you know, just the natural connection of music and what we do, and then now taking it towards being intentional, which is why I'm so grateful to meet you, is where we're going with it. I love it, and you definitely are at my frequency. My frequency is my neighborhood, and it's so nice to know when somebody has moved into my neighborhood, especially someone like you, Major. I cannot wait to do more with you. I'm gonna promote and protect you within my community to elevate the awareness of my community to such an extraordinary person, setting out great vibrations and frequencies to heal the world, to unify this system, infinite, abundant system of thought which we exist in. There's no doubt my neighborhood may be one of the biggest neighborhoods in the world behind us. That's a huge waiting room, but somebody stands tall. He is major, the major of my band right here with me at SoFi Stadium. This is David Meltzer with The Playbook.